Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 800. And today we're going to dive into the repressive and reactive nature of the shadow of Jinky 55, which is victimization. The repressive nature is complaining and the reactive nature is blaming. And I think, I believe, out of all the shadows and the repressive and reactive natures, these are the most uh, common. Not, not common is not the right word. The most um, clear uh, to, um, to have an example in our lives. It's so clear because we all have experienced this complaining and blaming, complaining and blaming, right? And so this is kind of the reason why I see all of these jinkies as one jinkie. Uh, because whether you have this jinky in your hologenetic profile or not, we all have this jinky, as we all have the 64. So understanding this jinky is understanding all of them as understanding any other is understanding them all, right? Because they're all hologenetic, they're intertwined. When you penetrate into one, it will open up all of them. And so you begin to understand that they're the same thing. But this is super clear. I mean, repressive nature is complaining, right? How we haven't caught ourselves complaining. And that is a daily thing. You know, one thing or another, if, if we catch ourselves complaining about anything, it means that, that, you know, the personality has hijacked your attention. Because, um, Whatever experience we're having is the electromagnetic consequence of attention. Wherever we've been putting our attention, that manifests reality. And so it's the exact uh, frequency, but manifested as physicality. So if, if this is super clear when we catch ourselves, and that's the key, right, to become aware. That's why I always say, you know, where is your attention? Where is your attention? Where is my attention? Where is my attention? Where is my attention? Right? Because if you catch the subtlety of your attention in action, then you can shift it, right? Before it already coagulates reality. And, and that we do have that blessing, if you, if you will, in this reality of having the, the, the kind of like the time space to shift our attention, uh, but when we live in this loop, and we do live in this loop to a big degree on this or that thing, maybe we're not complaining about everything, but we do complain, all of us, about something in our lives. So whenever you catch yourself complaining, and look at what are you complaining about, right? And it is it is an external experience already, right? Because you're experiencing, you are complaining about it. It doesn't matter if it's in your internal, in your, you know, uh, immediate life, or if it's the government or the aliens or the other dimensions or your past lives, or it's multidimensional complaining. Because we do go all the way to that when we get into this journey and we get all like galactic. And then the next thing we're complaining about stuff. And, you know, the key here is love, all right? It's always, always, always love, you know, when you catch yourself. Because a thing that we use when we're on this journey and we become more and more trained and, and we're, begin, we're beginning to train the personality to sit, you know, sit instead of like, you know, doing its thing. And I always say this, you know, we become little tyrants with ourselves. Oh, my God, I'm a piece of shit. You know, look at me and blah, 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 blah. So whenever you catch yourself, instead of going immediately, because this is a learned behavior that we've, we've learned throughout, you know, not just this lifetime, but the entire of our civilization is being trained to beat ourselves up for fucking up, right? And, and there is no fucking up. Everything is just baby steps. We are learning, we are growing. Of course, there's like big, you know, uh, falls that, you know, cost us a lot, Right. But ultimately, the, the, the beating yourself up about falling, it's not going to solve, serve, solve the problem. What it's going to do is that it's going to keep creating more problems. It's going to make it big. And, and so that's the last thing we want, right? So when you see yourself complaining about anything, stop. And, and you know, it takes practice. At the beginning, it's, it's, it's very subtle and very fast, right? And we're just doing it. And uh, Stop. And observe, what am I complaining about? What am I complaining about? 
And, and, and so as you stop, you realize that whatever it is that you're complaining, it came from you. It came from that positioning of the attention in the past, right? And now it's in your reality. And so it is the same frequency because everything is electromagnetic, right? So it's matching that frequency of complaining. And, and, and you know, it's going to give you that level of complaining because there's complaining about, you know, the, the, the water is cold or, or complaining about, you know, you know, your whole economic situation or your relationship or, or whatever, you know, bigger things, you know, complaining about your ex-wife or your ex-husband or your children or whatever. And so I'm not saying that life is easy. I'm not saying that challenges are, are not challenging, right? You know, even though it sounds ridiculous, but it's true, right? What I'm saying is that we have the capability of being present with our experiences, our challenges, and learning how to integrate it, understanding from a more mature perspective. And so when we're having that experience and you catch yourself complaining, pause and take a deep breath and let it just be. Come through you. Accept that whatever it is, if you need to cry, sometimes it's very cleansing. That's the purpose of crying, you know. If it's something, let it pass. Let that pain, let that whatever. And now we're reclaiming that power that we put out electromagnetically whenever we're putting our attention in something. That is the power of God, the power of manifestation. So that power is returning from where we put it out, is returning it's a, it's a, it's an order that we put into the universe. So it's God is just satisfying an order. There's no judgment, right? And so if we push it away, it needs to return because it came from you, right? So it's it's the completion of the experience, right? So we need to let that return, let let that power return. And as we center inner peace and let that penetrate your heart, it's going to open it up. When you give it to God, surrendering, and instead of complaining, just observe the situation. You know, what is happening? Who would I choose? Who and what do I choose to be in, in, in this situation? How, how am I going to respond versus reacting? Because reacting would be the reactive nature. You know, we complain and then we blame, right? That's the other side of the coin. Now we're blaming it's there, it's my fault, it's my mom, it's my dad, it's the fucking boss, it's my, my child or my teenage daughter, it's, it's my co-workers, it's, it's my clients, it's, it's, it's the fucking government, it's the goddamn Illuminati, it's the fucking aliens that have enslaved humanity for the beginning of blah, 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 right, blaming, 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 and what does that do, right, that keeps your power out, because you're giving your power away to them, and that power needs to return to complete the cycle of experience. You put it out, right, with a frequency tone, and now it comes back. And so, it's again, it's embracing. And so this is, this is spiritual reps, right? It's not like you're going to do it first, you know, first time it's going to work. You know, maybe sometimes it does, but it's going to come back again and again and again and again. Until we gain that mastery, right? And and there's always going to be something that, you know, is going to keep pushing that because it's like tempering a sword, right? You beat it up, put it in the water, put it in the heat, tempering up over and over and over for, you know, lifetimes. That's what we've been doing for lifetimes. And so at some point, the stuff stops coming because now your attention is somewhere else. You practice those spiritual reps to position your attention from the beginning on a different timeline. So you're not in the timeline of, of, you know, receiving all of those challenges that are telling you to reclaim your power by letting it go back through you. And the letting back, back part is the hardest part because it's taking responsibility. It's going to pass through the emotional body and it's going to be painful. But it's going to relax you. Eventually, this is how we how we uh, encounter the peace of God, right? The clarity of God, because now our energy is not in this 
<laughs> unbalanced loop that needs that it's rich. It's like a, it's like I always say, it's like a like a like a tone, like a like a, a scale or a musical scale that doesn't reach that resolution note, and it kind of ends on that instead of like you know the natural resolution. When you're hearing a, a kind of like a melody. You kind of already know in which note is going to resolve. And that is when the power goes back through your heart. The melody is complete, right? And it, you know, like I said, it needs to be happening several times, maybe many, many times. But at some point now, your attention is somewhere else. And you sat down that personality like a dog. You sit down. It's not on top of you saying, give me my drama, give me my drama, let's complain and bitch about all these motherfuckers. You know, that's what it's doing all the time. And you can see this so clearly in your life and all around us. Everybody's always complaining about something, blaming about something. I'm not saying that you should become, you know, some kind of acidic monk and don't, you know, don't have fun. Because sometimes it's just when you are aware and conscious, you can even joke with this stuff, right? With your friends and stuff like that. But you're not truly blaming or complaining. You're just having fun. But at that point, you have already had mastery of this thing that we do all the time, right? And it comes a time when it's actually just fun to just make fun of yourself. And, and, and that releases more energy, right? Relaxes you more. The best medicine is always relaxation, always fun and laughter. That is incredible medicine, you know, crying too and letting that is also cleansing there all of these things that we have we have them for a purpose and we're still trying to figure out what um hiccups are <laughs> we'll we'll one of these days we'll figure out what hic hiccups are for but anyway yeah um we're gonna be diving into that today if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here you want to go to jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, there's a black menu with five links. One of them says Jinkies. Click on that one, and that will take you to episode 256. Listen to that episode. That'll get you started with what we're doing here. We're learning how to use this incredibly beautiful, amazing tool that is incredibly flexible called the jinkies it is not perfect that you know like i always try to kind of like bringing other elements kind of like to kind of prop it up and parts that are kind of you know saggy but for the most part i say 85 80 85 percent of the tool is amazing and and it's amazing because it it helps us train our attention on the stuff that our soul our spirit our body our consciousness needs to do in this lifetime in order to experience fulfillment. And that's what we're here to, to have an adventure that is fun and grow and expand into the infinite and, and do our, you know, do our job as the, you know, envoys of God into this reality, right? We are the, the parts of God that have split into the infinite. It hasn't really split. It's just different points of perspective. That's what we are landing in this reality, physical reality, having this physical experience, and then there is so much amazing stuff here that as we raise our frequency, as we understand our misunderstandings of reality, things begin to make sense. And what things are that make sense? Change. And that's what we're looking here. This is basically at this core is basically the, um, the I Ching, the book of changes of ancient uh, Chinese sages, right? So if we can understand change, the nature of change, what is change, how it works, in every, in every way, right, then we can understand life and then we can, we can proceed to actually have this incredible, amazing adventure full of joy and love and, and clarity and expansion and beauty, right? Instead of, you know, being stuck in loops like a fucking hamster, just like, you know, going the fucking around, going, 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 repeating the same things over and over again. Same relationship, different face, different body, same relationship, same job with the same assholes, you know, the different job, change jobs. And, you know, it's like, why does these things keep happening? And you could say, well, there's things that you cannot, you know, do anything about, like your family and stuff like that. When you find your center, because of the way that you perceive reality, you shift into parallel universes where you're going to have an experience where, when, uh, with somebody that you kind of had conflict with, and you're in a different parallel universe, so you might just catch them at the right time when they're connecting in that frequency and you make harmony, you make music. 
And then the next moment you're out and they, they continue being an asshole somewhere out there in another timeline with another person, right? But it becomes this incredible synchronicity. It takes work and it takes love above anything. Love yourself, loving your shadows, what we call here the shadows. So on that page, episode 256, there's all the information you need. You know, you, got, you start with listening to that podcast, but there's charts, there's... there's um, there's links, there's, there's, there's an index, there's resources, there's a video of Richard Rod, the author of this gene, is explaining what is the hologenetic profile. You know, there's, um, there's all information you need to get started using this tool to heal every single aspect of your life, your relationships, realize your true, deepest spiritual purpose, understand from which place within yourself you, you can expand and truly connect with life, be the service that God is in this reality, right? And uh, the way we do that, we start with what's called the hologenetic profile. In that page, you'll see a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. You click on that link, that'll take you to the Jinkies website where you can download your free personalized hologenetic profile. This is a map that you'll see an example there with 11 circles with numbers and words and lines and stuff. Looks kind of geometric. And that is the, the map that we started that we begin to use. It's like I call it kind of like the, the foyer of the house, right? The beginning of this journey, because I, I, I don't see ourselves as just having these 11 jinkies. We have the entire 64 within our structure, right? An example I was giving about this 55, right? <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Because when you put your attention, this is what we're using, the art of contemplation on these very specific keywords, these gene keys, right? You will start downloading directly from God what's specifically relevant to your situation, your life, in this life, where you are right now. Because it's going to make sense when you allow yourself to begin allowing that understanding to come through you. And this is what we're after here. Through the art of contemplation, begin to open up our understanding of reality and that understanding in consciousness, it's electromagnetic. So it's a signal that opens up the DNA of the body and releases what we're, you know, what we're talking about here, this entanglement that we have with the personality. We are not these bodies. We are not this bio-machine, this, this body-mind consciousness. We are writing them, but because we have forgotten how to properly operate the thing, now the thing is on top of us and it's writing us. And so you go through life saying, well, how the fuck am I, can I move forward? You know, I have all these issues and all these problems. None of that is yours. It's all the bio-machine. When you realize that you are the positioner of the attention, which is our greatest gift, the free will, where to put our attention, that's what we are. And then the experiencer of that manifested electromagnetic experience that gets recorded in what we call the soul, right? That's what we are. We are not beliefs, opinions, you know, ideas or ideologies. We are not the past or the future. We are, we are none of that stuff. We are the, 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 the projector of the, of the choice. You know, we, we just like say this one and, and that one. And then that God says, okay. And then the experiencer of that, that's what we are. And so the, the bio machine is a computer. It's, it's a, the most advanced technology in the universe. In, in my opinion, it's incredible. We barely use it, right? We use about 5% of it. If, if, if so, right, most of it is an automatic. And then it dies, right? Because it's, 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 it's operating on a very little box, so when we learn how to use this thing, it's going to be epic. And that's what we're doing here. Ultimately, learn how to properly ride this by machine. The first thing we need to do is take it off you and have it sit. You know, it's like, okay, sit, right? Instead of tell, it's constantly hijacking your attention so that it can feel alive because it's a, it's a bio tool. That's what it is. It's a, it's a, it's a vehicle. And so it, it's so advanced that it has its own consciousness but it is not you. It's not us. And so when we when we truly start doing this work of kind of detangling yourself, it's like you're detangling your hair and there's like knots and you're going rasta, you know, it's like ah, pulling it out. That's that's the work here. So all of that information is there on episode 256. If you want to learn more about Jorn.tv, who am I? What is Pearl Planet? What is Planet Homemaking? What is the pioneers of the Great Awakening? All that stuff. Click on the About tab and listen to episode one. The goal of this brand, all of these, um, you know, things that we're doing here with this podcast, 
uh, and this, you know, all of this stuff is to um, help help lay out the blueprint for a real civilization. And when I mean, I mean real, when I say real civilization, I mean real civilization because we are living in a fake civilization. Everything in this reality is fake, except you, of course, and, and your relationships and your creations before they get absorbed into what we call the hierarchical matrix system, which is the consequence of our unconsciousness. It's not, it's not, it's not like the world's shadow is responsible for all our problems. No, they are the consequence of our lack of understanding of reality because we live in the shadows. We live in fear. We don't understand how we're moving forward. That is attention that we're positioning that is fueling this fake reality. When we learn how to reclaim that attention and positioning at will where we choose to, you shift timelines. And that attention moved from sustaining, because it's energy, that timeline into, into being, giving life, because it's energy, into a different, different timeline, different reality. And that's what we're going, we're experiencing right now at, at a world level, the collapse of this fake reality and how it collapses by the truth being exposed. People are figuring out that at a physical level, a lot of very, very nasty shenanigans are going on and have been going on for a long time. And so as we become aware of that, you know, as you go through this journey, it's painful and freaky as fuck to suddenly realize, fuck, my thought, my, my, my life that I thought was real is not. You know, not, none of these societies real, education isn't real, economy isn't real, you know, money isn't real, you know, corporations. And, and, and you start seeing, well, all of these problems of our civilization, poverty and, and hunger and war and, and suffering, all of that stuff need not happening. We're an incredibly abundant and wealthy environment. We have wealth or physical wealth, of nature wealth of extreme proportions. There's no fucking thing as climate change, all of that, you know, agendas, right? We are not going to fucking implode. Our problems come because of the way that we are moving through this reality. And, and so it, it has become a hierarchical system. And, and, and so it's collapsing. And so on that page, on the about page at the bottom, there's a, a part that says, um, um, it's called uh, um, resources. And there's some videos that explain what's been going on in the last three years with this, you know, pandemic here and, and this, you know, bioweapon they call vaccine and what is mass formation psychosis, how to understand global economic coup, the tile that's going on. All of these things that are collapsing, people are waking up. A lot of massive lawsuits are coming out, you know, for all the people that have got adverse reaction, you know, effects because of taking this bioweapon that they were coerced into, otherwise they would lose their job or something. Thing. And so people are waking up. If we learn how to listen to our internal navigation system and we understand who we are, who we are, our divine heritage and legacy, right? We are, a, we are capable of making decisions in the physical reality that does not put us in these timelines that are, you know, leading to ultimately, I mean, now it's happened, physical death and, 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 and uh, horrible illnesses, and it is happening, and it, it, it's even worse. You know, it evolves into this, you know, creepy, uh, you know, uh, what's it called, um, 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 this creepy timeline of artificial intelligence and, and global tyranny, and it gets nasty and nasty, by the way. But in order for us to shift timelines, we need to know what the fuck is going on first and say, no, thank you. And I am not afraid because I understand who I am, What's my power and what is my choice to position my attention and shift parallel universes? And now you're existing in a completely different timeline, completely different results, completely different choices because you now know where your ground is, your core stability, we call it here. You know you're grounded in, in, and supported by the power of the universe. There is no power here that's going to do you any harm because now you can make your own decisions, sovereign, empowering decisions instead of following the crowd down that hill and fall into the butcher block. So it's very, very important that we learn how to navigate this reality so that we can make these powerful decisions that shifts us in an organic timeline 
so that we may evolve organically and return to, you know, complete our journey here, which is expanding into the infinite instead of going and living in a fucking server. Because it's, 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 it's in another timeline. Now, you think that's sci-fi, but, you know, all you have to do is look at what AI is doing right now and people talking about, you know, chips in their brain and all of that stuff. You All you have to do is have a little bit of imagination if you cannot tap into the Akash and actually see the timelines and see where it's going and say, fuck no, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going there. I'm, go- I'm going here. I'm going to I'm going to become return back to this organic time like nature, allow my DNA to expand organically and bloom naturally. So all of that information is there. Let's dive into what Richard Rod, the author of this jink, is talking about this repressive and reactive nature. And then I'm going to give you my feedback. As always, I'm having also my own contemplation. And then you'll have the contemplation of my contemplation of his contemplation. <laughs> and that's what you're looking for. Your own experience, both physical and metaphysical, because what I'm saying, what he's saying, this is words. These are words. This is philosophy. These are, this is data. This is information. This is not truth. Truth comes from your experience. So the repressive and reactive patterns of the 55th shadow. The repressive nature is complaining, as I was saying. The 55th shadow of victimization has two main forms of expression. The repressive nature manifests as complaining. Complaining is an unconscious mindset. And who's the mindset from? That personality, not you, right? The unconscious. We are unconscious that we're giving our attention to the personality. The personality has hijacked your attention. But when we become conscious that it isn't you... Because we don't even have mind. We are, we're not mind. We, we don't think. We just position attention. That's what we are. And so the personality, the, the body-mind consciousness has hijacked that attention. And it's a mindset, right? A mindset. You know, personal development, people talk about mindset and all that shit, right? But that's just, you know, it, it's, it's all business. It's, it's trying to, you know, fix a problem where it's, it, it's a trap, the more you put your attention on trying to fix a problem, the personality and the body-mind consciousness goes on a, goes on a wild goose chase and it never, never solves anything. You get more upset and more depressed. That is not the solution. So complaining is an unconscious mindset of the personality. The personality, you are the one unconscious because you are the one who, who has given the power away, right? Because it has been hijacked. In which one makes oneself, in which the personality makes you, it's bitch, <laughs> the central victim within one's own drama, right? I couldn't have said it better. You become your own bitch, right? At that point, because the personality takes over, right? And now you're in that loop like a fucking hamster. You know, it's their fault. It's their fault. You know, if, if, ah, there's not enough money. Ah, there's not enough food. Ah, these motherfuckers are, you know, destroying the country. You know, and then and, and the world and now these assholes. And so this is very interesting because when we're actually learning about all this stuff that's going on, learning all this truth that's coming up, this complaining is going to come out and, and it gets nasty. It gets nasty. It could even take you to depression, to the dark night of the soul. So the more and the sooner that we understand what's happening, the easier you're going to be able to deal with these effects of, of waking up, right? This energy that's been um, hijacked. So every time one complains outwardly or internally, right? One effectively disempowers oneself and we all do it. You know, we all win and, it, you know, because we're still disentangling ourselves from this personality. Otherwise, we would have already turned into light and ascended to the heavens, right? We're still here because we're still here. We're still doing it sooner or later, outward or inwardly. There is that complaining, right? And so we disempower ourselves. And how exactly does it work? Because... Whatever experience you are experiencing is the manifestation of the past of your attention. You in the past positioned your attention somewhere. And now we're having the physical experience. It could have been even before incarnation. And that's one of those things that a lot of people don't address. Before incarnation, we lay out a map. Kind of like the, the story of, 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 our, you know, of our play, right? Or a movie right here. And, and so when you come here and suddenly shit happens that came out of, you know, nowhere, you're like, what the fuck? We put it there. And so when we take that responsibility, the whole thing starts turning around. It's a little, you know, because 
a thought becomes kind of like you know you know like kind of like rigid right when we keep focusing on one thing that it becomes like a thought form and so we gotta like it's kind of like dissolving this thing that it's thick as fuck and that could take years right but when we become aware and say oh my god i am complaining i am disempowering myself because because I have always, I always have the power to positioning my attention at any given moment on any point on, of the infinite of consciousness. Where is my attention? In complaining. So I'm, I'm missing the entire of possibility in that moment because my attention is there. And the energy is not returning because, you know, it, when it comes, you say no. It's And then you go into reactive and you start blaming. We're going to get into that in a second, right? So the repressive nature tends to complain inwardly, taking a pessimistic view of life, whereas the reactive nature tends towards finding a specific external target to blame. Both are disempowering, right? When we are looking for life sucks and, and we can't move forward. There's no answer. And, and yet you might be stuck in something. We all get stuck in these holes, on, on, on these potholes in our, in our journey, right? And, and, and I'm not going to be, you know, Pollyanna and say that, you know, don't do it. You know, just, you know, will yourself out of that one. It is challenging because it's like a maze, right? At some point you find yourself stuck in a fucking maze like a mouse and you can't find the exit, and, and you do the fucking visualizations and you visit the fucking guru in India and you do all these things and, you know, sing Kumbaya and, and you say it yourselves and say it your ass, right? And, and do colonics. <laughs> you, you start change your diet, all these things, right? And you're still stuck on this or that thing, right? And, and so what does that mean? What does that exactly mean when we're stuck on this or, or, or that thing? It just means that we are unable to see the exit. If we can just stop, pause, and tell to ourselves, the only thing that this means is that we haven't figured out the exit of the puzzle. And, and here's the key, right? The key to exiting the puzzle. Don't try to exit the puzzle because that's the trap. That's how we stay in the puzzle and stay in the maze, right? Stay in the, in the, you know, the running wheel of the hamster because we're trying to find an answer. When you stop trying to find, find an answer and just sit and let that pain and open your heart and pass through your heart and don't allow any opinion about it, eventually that is going to give you whatever it is that you need to see, right? Because that, that is the power of energy coming through your emotional body and it's going to, it's healing, it's, it's cracking your heart open and it's reconnecting your source to God, right? So you, that is the source of your energy, the source of our energy, our information, the source. We are, that's, that's our source, right? And so what does that mean? You contemplate that and you're going to get your own specific download for your specific situation. But the moment we're trying to solve a problem, we're already stuck in the trap, because that's what the personality is doing. We don't need to solve problems because what we are is the positioner of the attention. You have the attention on trying to solve a problem. So what's that's going to create in vibration because it's magnetic, right? So it's going to attract the same thing. It's going to attract the trying to solve the problem. You see what I'm saying? When we're trying to solve a problem, we're going to attract the trying. And now we're trying. And we can be trying for the next, you know, 50 lifetimes. Without going anywhere, we're spinning in that hamster wheel. But if instead of trying, you relax and let it in and accept responsibility, this, I don't understand what the fuck it is. I don't understand how it's here. I don't know. I don't understand. But I, I put it there with my attention. And I don't even understand or remember when or how. But I take responsibility for it. And then I surrender it to God. Because trying to solve it is what the personality does. And it can't do that because it's not meant to do that. It can't. It doesn't have the power of the entire universe to do that. You give it to God. And now we're talking big business here. I mean, there is nothing in the entire multiverse that, that doesn't understand everything. Because we're talking about God here. Whatever you want to call it, the universe, your higher self, Jesus, Buddha, it doesn't matter. You know? 
It's it's that mystery you surrender that pain to towards, right? You're surrendering that pain, taking responsibility, and that changes everything. So um, so when we get caught in the frequency of complaining, we get caught in the net of the drama of life, the Maya. Right now we're stuck in the trap of the world, right? The drama of the world. The energy of the complaint itself serves to strengthen the illusion that life is so very hard because now your attention is life is hard. What is that going to create? Magnetically is going to have the experience of life is hard and your life is going to get harder or the same amount of harshness, right? Because your attention is there, right? And I know it's hard to move that attention. These are the spiritual reps we're doing. Otherwise, you know, we've already, we would have already been ascended, right? Everybody in this spiritual journey, we're doing this work. And it is work. But it is work only when we're trying, right? But when we relax and we, we learn how to reposition that attention. Now, where is your attention? Your attention is on relaxing. It's a completely, uh, completely different, um, you know, coordinates of the of the map of consciousness, if you want to call it, or the ocean of the Akash. It's completely part of the universe, different part of the universe. Now your attention is on relaxing. Guess what? What does that have to do with solving this problem? Everything. Because now you're not in the problem anymore. You're somewhere over here. And then organically, little by little, we'll learn how to do this thing. And you're going to find your own way because everybody's fine. You know, when you download your contemplation, if the way that I say things don't make sense, you when you contemplate, you're going to find your own way of doing this thing. And then it's going to work for you. And it might have different words. It might be completely different. But because you're, you're focusing your attention there, you're going to download what's relevant to your specific point of attention, which is completely different to anybody in the entire multiverse. That's why the spiritual journey, nobody can take you there. We all talk about it, but nobody can. You cannot actually follow anyone there. And the big ascended masters, they know that, you know, so they're, they, 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 they're doing this job because they know they have a success rate of about, about one in a million, which is fantastic. You know? But, you know, 999,000, they're going to they're going to, you know, be pushing against the wall until, until they realize that they have to find it for themselves and, and then transform it into whatever is relevant for their lives. Right. So apart from reinforcing itself in this way, complaining also causes sustained general wear on our physical organism. This is literally what kills us, what kills the body, because it's a low frequency energy. So, uh, you know, it's almost like radioactive. It's like like it's electromagnetism, literally, that we're manifesting and it's hitting the body and it's hitting the body and and it wants to pass through and we're stopping it. Because we're, we're looking for an answer, right? And the answer is out there. The answer is, you know, in, in, that, in that mind mind frame, if you want to say, of the consciousness, it's the trap. And so we, our attention is the power of God. So our attention is stuck in a box. There's no energy there. The energy comes from the infinite of the universe, not from the box. As soon as we learn to move and maintain our attention somewhere else, this is why meditation is important. You know, yoga and whatever it is you do and the art of contemplation, these are exercises. It's just like going to the gym, but for your spirit. We get stronger on maintaining our attention somewhere else. And it's it's really surrendering to God, surrendering to the mystery, surrendering to, I have no fucking clue what's the answer to this riddle, but I know with absolute certainty that God knows. So I surrendered to that knowing. And who's God? It's us. The light of creation. We are the light of creation, right? To you returning back to back home, you're bringing that experience that you don't understand and you're giving it back to God. And then now your attention, it's, it's on a completely different area of consciousness itself. So you're going to get a different kind of electromagnetic signature that is magnetically relevant to the different choice of attention that now you've given to yourself. So you're looking in a different hole here in another multiverse. Now you're going to get a different download of energy and that's going to manifest. And now you're having a different experience. So freedom occurs when we see through our deepest unconscious patterns to the heart of this energetic, right? <clears throat> and, and now we're not, we're not harming the body because the body is like, it's, 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 it's very, it's very beautiful. It's a beautiful bio machine, you know, 
but it gets beaten up because we're not using it properly. We don't. We haven't been trained to use it properly. So and then that's complaining. I'm complaining. <laughs> You, know, you you laugh about this because, you know, it's true. And at the same time, you know, I mean, we chose this experience with all the misunderstandings in order to have this journey. And then at some point you say, you know, I put myself here. And then it's okay to not understand. And it's okay to have all this, you know, it's okay to fall in these potholes and, and lift yourself up. This is how we learn how to walk. And then this is how we learn how to fly. And this is how we learn how to dissolve the personality and return back to God. So the reactive nature is blaming, right? Now we're on active because complaining, it's inward. You've collapsed in the inward. The world sucks. There's nothing I can do. Fuck this. Fuck that. Right? You can feel it in people. You can feel it in yourself, right? It's, it's, a, it's an implosive energy. It's a collapsing energy. It's not going anywhere. And it's, uh, it's devoid of energy. Because you are in a, in a state that it's, it's, um, you're, you're sapping your own life force. But now the reactive nature is when we reach, that's the second seal, right? The second chakra, when we raise that energy to the third, it becomes active. It's energy that it's being released. But where is it going? It's going out there into the world because there's the misunderstanding that there's such thing as out there because there's nothing. It's just you. We're all, it's, it's, there's only one of us here, Right. And so it's their fault. It's this motherfuckers here. It's that those motherfuckers there, right? Fuck this. Fuck that. Fuck. Fuck all of them. Right. And so that energy now it has an output. So it's we're raising frequency, but it's toxic. It's explosive. It's it's creating mess. It creates mess in your life. It creates mess in other people's life. It's an energy that is low frequency, right? But it is this expression of anger that is not. A balance because the expression of angle it's like it's like a turning out a fire like a like a match you know you you turn the match on and then there's fire but it's that moment that it turns on that is the, the healthy expression of of the activation of the third seal right the fire turns on it's a moment of releases the energy and then you allow it to go out now you have fire but it is not in 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 you know it is not destructive now it's it, it, you know it could you know, turn on a candle, or it could burn a house too, but it it actually is going to give you warm. It's going to give you light, right? It's it's how you use the energy, right? That that now it has activated because now you're not collapsed inward. Now you're reactive. So the other common form taken by the fifty fifth shadow is blame. The reactive nature externalizes its complaints by specifically blaming something or someone else. It's their fault. These motherfuckers. When we blame another, when we blame another, we fire an arrow that removes self responsibility for the situation. And so it's like, no, I didn't put it there. That's basically that, right? It's like whatever's coming in your life, you're like, I didn't put it there. It's it's their fault <laughs> because we don't know that it's our attention that put it there. We chose that attention, and we are vibrating at that frequency at the moment of the experience. It's all electromagnetism. It's all attraction of electromagnetic fields. We are singing, our body, our spirit is singing a tone, literally. And that tone has a match in, in a physical experience. So whatever's coming, we put it there. And so uh, when we say, no, it's not us, then we are rejecting the return of our power. Because we put it out, that's power that we put out, and then it comes back with with the you know it's like sending a dog to pick up you know the 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 dog that you just shot. Here here comes a dog with the dog, and you say fuck the dog, I don't want it. The dog's just gonna sit there like, what am I gonna do with this dog now? Maybe that's a bad example. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's like we order in a restaurant, and 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 then the the you know the garçon, the maître, what's he called? <laughs> The server comes and, and says, here's your dish. And you say, no, I didn't order that. Yes, you did. No, you didn't. Take it away. So it never reaches you. And that's the energy that you put out. We need that energy because we are depleted. We're depleting ourselves every time that that energy wants to return home. And we're pushing it away by saying it's somebody else's fault. So when we blame another, we fire an arrow that removes self-responsibility for a situation. In this sense, we invest aspect of ourselves within other beings, giving away our true power and presence. 
This is exactly what I'm saying. He's, he's right on on this. That's exactly. We give away our power and presence because now you are not present. Because where's your power? It's, it's out there. It's their fault. They're doing this to me. And, and I'm not saying that this is easy because I, I, st- I still experience this experience. There's, there comes the ass when I'm like, fuck, motherfucker. And I see myself, you're like, God, man. <laughs> it's like you got to catch yourself when you're doing it. And take a deep breath and relax, you know. Find that love. Find that place when you realize they don't exist. They are you. Literally. Everyone. They're you. And they're bringing exactly what you've put out there. And you go like, oh my God, but this is ugly. Yes. That's the kind of stuff you've been focusing on. So it has to come back as ugly. Because that's what you put. When you train yourself to put your attention at higher frequency, then the, the experiences change. And you're not getting these uglies. You can, maybe you're going to get different uglies because now you're clean, cleansing a different part of yourself. At some point, they're gone. And that's when people, you know, it start having these incredible experiences in life, right? All blame is an expression of anger projected outwardly. But in this sense, it is not pure. Pure anger is a release of the primal energy of fear. Release that, right? When I was talking, turn, turning that match on, the moment that it explodes, it's that release, Right? Um, it's, it's a release of the primal energy of fear that may be triggered by an external source, yet does not target the source. So what we call these are messengers, right? If you can see people, and this is, I'm not saying this is easy. This is work. We're doing spiritual work here. If you can see the asshole that's, that's you know, pissing you off and have that presence in that moment to see this is a messenger. That's bringing, delivering me in a platter, the frequency tone that I am vibrating. A part of me is vibrating, not all of me, but a part of me is vibrating at that frequency. And it's returning that energy that I'm putting out. And so this is very, this is a path of challenge. You know, I know people that have known this stuff for 30, 40 years. And they're still bitching about their mom and their dad because they were assholes and they raped them. And I'm not saying that all of that stuff wasn't nasty or awful. I'm saying that, you know, that happened 40, 50 years ago. It's like it's time to integrate it. Where are you now? Are you still there? You're still that. And, and you know, we have stuff that happened in other past lives where, you know, atrocities. We committed atrocities. Atrocities were committed on us. And it broke us. And we're still carrying this stuff. These, these fractures within ourselves, right? So I'm not saying it's easy. All I'm saying is this is the way. This is the way, this is the way, right? And but it's beautiful little by little when we learn to breathe, right? Through the middle of the experience. It's hard because it's triggering you emotionally. It's that energy going through the emotional body. So if we can learn to let it pass and, and maybe even cry, but without blaming, right? You are letting that that anger or that suffering or that whatever it is, it's creating now an electromagnetic and chemical reaction in the biomachine and something is happening and changing at a cellular structure, at a DNA structure and at a deepest spiritual purpose. That's what we're after. That internal alchemy that transforms you from the inside because it's energy that is being uh, purified as you are accepting it and saying it's not them. This is just this man, this woman, this asshole. <laughs> it's just the messenger. And they are my brothers and sisters. And, you know, they might have that same issue or not. It is none of my business. I'm not here to fix them or help them in any way. I'm, I'm, I'm having an experience. So we take responsibility for the emotional experience that you're having, whether it comes from this or that or, or that one or, or this experience or whatever, or the government, all of this stuff. These are the messengers. And so that energy is coming back, right? So that's, and so in this case, you know, this primal energy of fear may be triggered by an external source, yet does not target that source. You know, you don't target that source. It's just pure raw anger. That's the activation of the third seal. The energy is going up. When we open that third seal, the energy should go love. When we relax and, you know, equalize that male-female polarity, that positive-negative, you know, um, scale within ourselves, then the energy neutralizes and now we have one beam of light instead of a polarized light, right? And it reaches the heart. And that is, and we were talking about that yesterday, 
<clears throat> that is the connection right there in the heart. So the moment one blames another, one is again the victim of one's own drama. Because now we're the victim, you know, it's their fault. And now the drama continues because now where's our attention? In the same place that we had it before. So what's it going to create? It's going to magnetically attract more of that shit. And that's why we get stuck in these loops of drama because our attention is there. We haven't let that manifestation come back, return to that prodigal son, return to us. We're pushing, keeping it aside, keeping it out there in those fuckers out there instead of letting that energy return and having the full circle of experience. That's what we're here for. Truth only comes through experience. So we're not letting the experience be completed. We're not digesting the experience. And now we're, we're constipated. <laughs> we're spiritually, emotionally constipated. And that is serious stuff because you literally die for being constipated. I mean, if you're not going to poop, you're going to die. And that's the power. That's <laughs> the power of digesting stuff. And eventually it does kill the body because we are not processing this stuff. It gets stuck. And it goes in all many ways, and the body will reflect that. <clears throat> so, the moment one blames another, one is again the victim of one's own drama. It is impossible to blame another for one's fate and simultaneously realize that one is simply an actor in a play. So, you cannot blame another and realize that you're the positioner of the attention. Because you, you're putting your attention there. Right, you're playing this character. We're playing this this character in this video game, right? So if, if you cannot be the the character and observe the character simultaneously, I mean, yes, you can. But what I'm saying is, you 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 cannot become allow yourself to forget that you're watching the movie. That's 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 a better way of putting it, right? You cannot allow yourself to forget that you're watching the movie because it's a movie. It's it's a drama. It's a soap opera, and it's happening real time. But if you can observe it and say, oh, look at that. That's my movie. The movie that I've you know, created this character called Epifanio or whatever it's called. You, John and Mary or whatever. Right. That's the character. And it's having this, you know, soap opera moment of drama. But the moment you observe it and don't identify with that. The moment we identify, we choose. That's when we're entangled with the personality. That's when the personality hijacks our attention. Because now you're identified. I am this, but I'm not that. You know, and so now you're the character and the character is suffering and the character is in drama and you forgot that we are playing, we're observing this movie that we're also living simultaneously. <clears throat> it's practice. You know, you just got to keep observing it little by little. You're seeing reality in a different way. Um, <clears throat> so it's impossible to blame another for one's fate and simultaneously realize that one is simply an actor in a play. The very act of seeing through the seriousness of life releases the energy of blame. This is the way a Richard Rudd does it, right? And and it's it's beautiful because um, it's he's talking about uh, you know humor, and humor is incredibly powerful. That I believe is why um, you know a lot of truth. There's a, there's a saying I don't know if I'm gonna say it right, but a, a whole of truth is say in, in jest or something like that, right? That is where comedians can get away with saying really nasty stuff that is truth that needs to be said and delivers the line. A lot of people, you know, there's people that don't get it. But comedy and humor, it's incredible when you can see the, the, the you know, yourself as a hamster in the fucking wheel, you know, drama, drama after drama. And then you just start laughing at it. That means the energy has been released. So before that, you might need to get angry or, you know, the, the tears might need to come through. You know, maybe a lot of things need to happen. But at some point when you can laugh at the situation and go like, oh, my God, this is funny. Then now, you know, that the shift has happened. Alchemy has happened. And now we're in, you're in a different timeline. So um, <clears throat> from the reactive side, true freedom occurs when the arrows of blame are caught in the mid flight before they reach their target. So ultimately, he's talking about these uh, spiritual reps. You know, at some point, you'll see yourself about to blame or already blaming and you stop yourself. And this eventually happens as you master yourself. You know, like a thing that I say to myself is when I say, start thinking something stupid, you know, I'm like, stop it. <laughs> it's like, that's, don't think stupidity. Don't focus on stupidity. And, you know, you, you're going to catch yourself. Oh, my God, I'm blaming. 
I'm blaming this. And it's it's a challenge at the beginning because we don't, we, we the person, not we, but the personality wants to be a fucking victim. This is why this is the shadow of victimization. But when we understand that that's the personality and it's not you, then we little by little train it to sit and say, sit down. We are not victims because we have given, we have been given the power of free will, the ability to position our attention at will at any given moment. And when you position your attention, you're downloading the power of creation and that power goes into the universe, reconfigures the building blocks of reality and matches vibrationally the same frequency that you're putting out. That is incredibly fucking, that's a superpower. Right, so we are not victims. We've never been and we will never be victims unless we believe we are. And now your attention is on being a victim because we can't put it there. That is the grand grandiosity, the, the immensity of the love of God to allow us to beat ourselves with a club for as long as we need to do that. God just watches and says, well, I wouldn't do that. But, you know, I mean, because I love you and I've given you free will, you can do that for the next you know, hundred lifetimes. At some point, you're going to say, fuck, you know, why am I beating myself up? And then stop. And we all do that sooner or later. So we've reached the end of the episode today. Um, tomorrow, we're going to start going into the gift of this Jinky 55, the gift of freedom. And it's also the city, so it's all together. He's, this is uh, the one Jinky that does this thing, has both the city and the gift being freedom. And we're going to you know, go through all that you know, Richard is talking about, and we've been talking about the past episodes, all of these eras and, and races and, you know, involution and, and how spirit is, you know, taking place into matter and all of that stuff. And we're going to see that from the perspective now of high frequency balance, equalized, right? Male, female, polarity, negative, positive. And so it's, it's a completely different adventure. The adventure, it's actually the, polar, the polarization or depolarization of until it reaches, you know, neutral now, you're, the energy is going up. That is love, right? So we're going to be diving into that. It's going to be beautiful. And so we're moving through this very, um, very profound and deep uh, jinky that we've been adding other stuff as you, you know, been hearing the last podcast, the latest podcast episodes, because there's pieces of the puzzle missing. So we're putting them there. And obviously, this is just my own head trip. I'm pulling it out of my ass, you know. I've, I've been out there looking and I just... Bring all these elements from all these places and I'm painting the picture that makes sense to me. But if it doesn't make sense to you, pick and choose whatever makes sense and leave the, the, all the rest behind. Because that's what's important, you know, that it's, it sits in alignment with you organically. And then when you get your own contemplation, you're going to download exactly what you need. That's what we're here, to become sovereign individuals, to realize that we are sovereign individuals and we have our direct connection to information from the source. And we, you know, we help each other sharing this stuff so that we can, you know, turn our attention there. And then you start getting your own download. Podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. Uh, you can find us on every podcast app out there. When you go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, there's a black menu with five links. One of them says Pioneers. These are, this is kind of like a subset of the podcast is the pioneers of the Great Awakening. <clears throat> and this podcast, um, it's our guests that we invite into the podcast to share their experience, their journey, their story. How did they went through the, whatever they went through in order to get to where they are now that they have made the decision to share, to give, to be of service, to love, to allow that love of God to flow through them, becoming a conduit and then receive the love of the world being being engaged, right? Instead of, and you know, we're all still going through our work in turn, you know, in, integrating all the shadows. It's not like just because you've been through the dark night, now you don't have any challenges or you have, you know, figured out all your shadows. <clears throat> doesn't mean that. It means that you have something, that you found something, that you found that inner voice, that that authentic self-expression, that that inner drive that now you have, you're giving yourself your own direction because it's in alignment with the specific um, point of uh, attention that goes, springs from the light of creation, from God itself, right? And so all of those that we are episodes, they're all audio, but they're also on video. 
and you can find them there or you can also find them on our Rumble channel when you go to Jorn.tv at the bottom it says support when you click on that one you'll see all of our social media we have a Rumble channel where we have all our videos we have a Telegram chat room if you have any questions, you want to contact us, uh, you want to p become part of our community on Telegram, that is the place to contact us, you know, become part of our community on Telegram, and that's, everything's there, you know, if you want to contact us, you want to share anything, you want, you have any questions about this stuff, that's the place to do with the Telegram chat room. We have three sources of, of news. We have a Telegram news channel, a Truth Social News, and an X, previously Twitter, and they're all just news. We focus on physical stuff that is relevant now, uh, that is the most objective, logical stuff. Because, you know, as you know, a lot of people, a lot of you understand, we are in the midst of an information war worldwide. We live in the the peak of the evolution of, of uh, propaganda. It has become so advanced that now it's uh, literally mind control. And so when you find your center and you learn how to sniff, you know, news and bullshit and say, well, that's, that smells like bullshit. People are realizing that, that most of the legacy mainstream media, it's agendas, it's propaganda, it's fucking bullshit. And so they're looking for other sources. And ultimately, it's about you making your own mind. We try to choose the most objective stuff, stuff that have trails that you can actually find, you know, money trails, you know, things that are, you know, organic. We don't really focusing too much into the metaphysical because that's very subjective. Um, but ultimately, it's all belief because if you're not there, it's not it's not truth, right? But we do need beliefs to move forward. And the best way to you know, move forward using this information, this data, is to have you know, the, the most cohesive type of data that we can bring. And so that's what we put our, on our news there. And we have also coaching. If you need help with your work that you're doing with the Jinkies, if you want to, you know, any part of your hologenetic profile, whatever you are experiencing, you need a soundboard. We have a one-on-one -on -one Zoom call called the Activation Sequence Review, and you can see it in the support link at the bottom right corner of TV, and that'll help you, you know, understand, use this hologenetic profile, use these Jinkies for your own personal journey. We have a more expanded version of that called the Live Design Coaching Program that is 90 days, 12 sessions, and that is integrating every aspect of your life in alignment with your deepest spiritual purpose. And we're using this Jinkies, this tool, this hologenetic profile to organize everything because when you find that authentic self-expression, a lot of people will, you know, in your life, will, it fall apart. And then different people will arrive because now you're vibrating, you're, you're making harmony with yourself. For a lot of our lives, we go through our lives changing ourselves to match the frequency of others. I'm not saying that that's not important or relevant. What I'm saying is awareness, consciousness, when we, because we can still, you know, if you're going to talk to a child, you're not going to, I'm not going to be cursing like I do here if I'm talking to a child, you know, but I am aware of it. I'm not doing it unconscious. And we go through our life becoming unconscious and putting masks into this and that situation for this and that. And at the end of the day, we're depleted of energy because we've spent all of this energy um, moving away from our center. So we are tilted and that depletes us of energy. We're just, we're trying, we're kind of spending the energy of the body. So that's our life design and you can find more about it. Click on the link and learn more about it right there. We have a specific coaching program for people who are stuck in the dark night of the soul and they're ready to move forward. This is not for everybody. Sometimes you need to be there for 20 fucking years. I was there and nothing that anybody does is going to get you out of there. In fact, nothing that anybody does can ever get you out there. The only way to move through this is that you make, you're ready to make the decision to be of service. In the midst of your pain, without solving the, the dark night of the soul, without getting rid of your pain, without any of that, sol solving anything. And we have a very specific 12-week program, kind of like kind of like Alcoholics Anonymous. It's kind of like that. And moving into service. But you have to be ready to make that decision. And we have a coaching program for coaches. If you're a coach, business coach, life coach, spiritual coach, right? Learn how to use the power of podcasting. And with this coaching, it's not just coaching, it's also technical and marketing to create the whole very specific in alignment with your deepest spiritual purpose, your authentic self-expression, how to use the power of podcasting, video and audio, 
and even blogging, right, works the same if, if that's kind of your thing. To connect with the specific kind of people that can't get enough of you and they, they, can't, they can't wait to work with you because it's the right tribe that you're targeting, that you're connecting because you are in alignment yourself. And so you are, are going to be attracting highly qualified client leads. And this is exactly the, the ones you want. Because a lot of the times we attract people that are not on the same frequency and, and it doesn't work. And you got to give them back their money. And so how do we do that? So I, I've put all, we've, I've been working on this podcast all three, almost three years. We're on, almost episode, we're on episode 800 right now. It's more than that because the pioneers are, are also another, you know, 17 episodes or something. So 817 episodes, right? And how I've done all of this, put it together into a system that works for you specifically. And that's called a client generator. You will find that also at the bottom right corner of join.tv, that support link. You can also sign up to our email list there. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.